coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode 93. We recap an amazing week four this past Sunday NFL games and pick week five games. The very latest on Tua Tagovailoa. MLB postseason is finally here. And who's favorite and who I think is going to win the World Series? NBA news and some preseason games, best and worst of the week. College football and what's my problem with the college football rankings? This day in sports history and much more on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Episode 93 on this wonderful Thursday, October 6, 2022. Hope everyone having a tremendous day. Thank you again for joining me for a great episode I have in store for you guys. First off, I want to say a happy birthday to my oldest daughter, Jada. Today is her 15th birthday. Um, wish her a happy birthday as along with me. Happy birthday, princess. Um, other than that, we have so much to get into. MLB postseason finally here. We're going to sh- t- um, go through the matchups Friday. Um, have some good wild card matchups. This day in sports history, we're going to recap college football um, week five. Of course, as long with NFL week four. And of course, this day in sports history plus my picks for week Five NFL, and we're going to preview college football. And what I have a problem with their ranking, I, I definitely have a problem with the ranking. Something that they did for the last couple of weeks, I have an issue with. I'm going to get into that in just a moment. But we have to start with the Tua Tongue Iolola situation that occurred last Saturday night. You all guys know you've seen it. Very unfortunate situation. I've said it. I've said it I said it last week on this podcast. He should not have been starting. He should not even play, to be honest with you. So is a lot of heat the Miami Dolphins are getting from this situation, knowing that he was concussed. He was um basically feigning, falling out. You know, he had a concussion. They said it was a back injury, but we all know. From a head and a back injury, we know the difference. And what we what occurred last week against that tre- a tremendous effort of him, it was not no back injury. So let's just get that out the way now. But last week he was injured, and he, of course he left the game. Dolphins still drop twenty seven to um twenty seven to fifteen to the Cincinnati Bengals. Teddy Bridgewater came in, didn't do much. But um, Tua was taken to the local hospital after his head head hit the turf late in the second half of third, last Thursday game in Cincinnati. He was diagnosed with a concussion, but discharged from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center and allowed to fly home with the team early, um, late Friday morning. Early Friday morning. McDaniel said Tua scans came back clean, including the MRI he underwent in Miami. But it's still too early to start thinking about his return. Too early to start. Um, right now, he is in a building. He's has a couple of days, but he's trying to go through with the proper procedures and protocol so that he feels one hundred percent. Mike McDaniel, coach of the Miami Dolphins, said, "I know he's going to be uh, delinquent with it, and if." There's obvious any things that are giving him issues in terms of light and those things, then we will shut that down. Tua was evaluated for a concussion after a similar situation during the Dolphins game against the Buffalo Bills last week. He hit the back of his head. Now, if it said it, he hit the back of his head, why would they come out and say it was a back injury? Big question mark on the ground. He stumbled while trying to return to the huddle after the play. Um, he was immediately taken to the locker room. Immediately taken to the locker room evaluation. However, he returned to finish the game after half. At that point, we all knew he should have not been in that game. Two in the Dolphins um, classified that 
His stumble was caused by a back injury, which was very false. He suffered early in the game. NFL chief medical officer um, Dr. Allen Ski said Tua was tested daily leading up to Thursday game. And McDaniel said his quarterback was cleared of any head injury, which I find very hard to believe. The NFL Players Association and, and, um, attend, attend, attended its right to review um, a review, a re- request a review of the NFL concussion protocol following his quick return to the game and terminated the unaffiliation. The Notre Trauma consultant who intensely evaluated Tua during the Bills game. The NFL and the NFLPA also committed to altering the um, concussion protocol based on both parties learning due during the review. McDaniel said he supports the changes to the protocol and re um and re and his confidence. Where am I? Okay, his confidence in how Tua injury was held throughout the week. You know what? Let me just cut it right there. I I, I believe this is going to backfire in the Miami Dolphins. Uh, uh, people saying, and and I looked at it, and I've seen uh, multiple situations where. Players like this um, was concussed with injuries, head injuries, and basically, basically at that moment when the situation happened with Tua, I promise you, I thought he was paralyzed. And some say he maybe was for a good 20, 30 seconds. It didn't look good. It was I I I didn't I I saw it once and I and I refused to see it again because it just was ugly. It really did not look good, and it was just unfortunate situation happened. But the Miami Dolphins, then people are saying that this is is one thing that they cannot afford to have, knowing that the owners are already suspended, already been fined, and all of this stuff is just piling up on this Miami Dolphins. Um, at some point, I do believe the NFL will probably will force Stephen Ross to. So-called owner to sell the team because when you have a team that's going through the situation that they've been going through, paying coaches to lose games, you know, saying players a quarterback, one of your one of the guys you believe in as a franchise quarterback get injured last Sunday against the Bills, um, the, the previous week against the Bills, we all know. I didn't see no head injury. It wasn't nothing that it was nothing in my in my and nobody that watched the sports consistently could say they believed their report when they said it was a back injury. It was a head injury. Back injuries don't have you stumbling. They don't. He was stumbling. He got up. Try to run, fell again. He just couldn't. His balance was just all like you know. His balance was just off. At that time, and he was rushing back to the huddle. They took him out the game, and at that point, he should not came back in that game. And I just think this is very bad of the Miami Dolphins. They continuously be in the news for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. And it's very unfortunate. I, I thought about it. And honestly, I would not be surprised if Tua never played football again. As much as it's hard, it, it, it hurts to say that, it's reality. It's life and it's football. You have to look at your life first. Because the way he looked it on that field, and I'm going to leave it alone after this, the way he looked it on that field when he got hit was not a good look for the NFL and the Miami Dolphins. But speaking of the Miami Dolphins, they lose to the Cincinnati Bengals last Thursday night, 27-15. Joe Burrow had a decent game, 20-31, 287 yards, two touchdowns. He don't look like the Joe Burrow of last year. The offensive line is just horrible. The The... That Cincinnati Bengals team from last year, I don't know where they at. 
They had that late great run. I don't know where they at. It's like they do not play with a sense of urgency. It's just don't. The defense is just all over the place. My God. I really want to see what they do Sunday against the Bengals. I mean, against the um, against the um, Baltimore Ravens. Teddy Bridgewater come in the game, didn't do so much. 14-23, 193 yards, one touchdown, one interception. When that situation happened with Tua, the Miami Dolphins, they 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 didn't even want to play football no more. You just you just felt the energy just leave the entire stadium. They didn't want to play. I'm sure they didn't want to play. They probably won't admit it, but I'm sure the way they played, they did not want to play. I picked the um Cincinnati Bengals to win that game, but the Miami Dolphins. Last uh, that this game could have cost them a season of even co- being convincing to some. They was they was not so convincing to me. A lucky win against the Dolphins. Well, we seen some absolutely crazy thing. The butt punt. It does probably be the most talked about thing for the remainder of the year. A butt punt. I've never seen that, and I still can't believe that happened actually in a game. I really can't believe it. Sunday game, early morning game in London. The Minnesota Vikings defeat the New Orleans Saints 28-25. Kirk Cousins, 25-38, 273 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But that man, Double J, Jefferson, 147 yards. I really believe he might be one of the top three wide receivers in the game right now. Right now. You have, of course, Cooper Cup, Dante Adams, not in this order, and Double J. Andy Dalton. I didn't even know he was on a team. That's how shocking it was to me. He came, he started 20 of 38, 236 yards, one touchdown. Didn't do so bad, but that one thing about the New Orleans is the only good thing I can say about that team is they have good defense. Other than that, anything else. Nothing much. Their secondary is, is kind of, you know, average at best. But they have a good front front um front four. The Minnesota Vikings are a good team. Have good defense. But it's just something missing. I don't know what it is. It's not Davin Cook. It's definitely not Double J. I don't know what it is, but it's just they... On offense is not convincing to me. They not. Seattle, Detroit, a shootout that we I never saw coming. I honestly never thought I would have a shootout between uh, the Seahawks and the Lions. Great game, forty eight to um, forty five in Seattle favor. Geno Smith, twenty three of 30, 320 yards, two touchdowns. Um, um, a tremendous game for Geno Smith. Probably one of his best games in his career. But the man of the hour was Rashad Penny. 151 yards, two touchdowns. Absolute beast on Sunday. But one thing about the Detroit Lions before that, Jared Goff, 26-39, 374 yards, four touchdowns, and that pick six interception did cost in the game. It, it really did cost in the game. But let me tell you something about the Detroit Lions. And I can see this. The Detroit Lions have are in a good position with Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. If you haven't seen Hard Knocks this season, I was really against watching it. But I, you know, you know what? Let me give it a try because of Dan Campbell. And man, do this guy have a good future as a coach? May not be with the Lions for long, but man, does he have a good Future as a coach. I love the energy. I love the aggressiveness. I love the grit he brings to that Detroit franchise. They need a coach like this. They need a coach like this. The defense of the Lions, bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. There's no way you allow Seahawks to score 48. Well, 41 on your defense. It just should not happen. But Jared Goff, this is a prove me year for him. 
Because if he don't, there is no other franchise will have him as a starter. I just don't believe it. He will probably be a backup next year if he don't prove, not even prove to me, but to everybody. Plus, he they have to make the postseason. If he don't make the postseason, he don't lead this team to the postseason, he will be a backup next year. Because if you cannot make it in this league on as a starter with one of the worst franchises, you deserve to be a backup quarterback. And that's just what it, that's what it is. We seen some special fit in um, Pittsburgh last Sunday in the third quarter. Penny, Kenny Pitts. Came into the game for Mr. Bisky. It was a little spark, but it really didn't help him that much because he came in through three picks. Two of them was really not his fault. As the New York Jets go to um, Pittsburgh, I just felt the New York Jets was going to win. 20 to 12, Zach Wilson came back 18 to 36, 252 yards, one, one touchdown, two interceptions. If he, can cut out the, if he can cut down the interceptions, I believe the New York Jets will have a a, 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 a legit chance of making a, at least a, a wild card. But Kenny Pickett came in at third quarter, 10 of 13, 120 yards. Like I said, two of those interceptions was not his fault. Both of them was tipped off the wide receiver he was throwing it to. And, man, Clay, Claypool, Clay, Clay, um, Claypool have to step up, man. You say you this. You say you that. You say you number one. Whatever. You need to prove it, though. At least prove it. The New York just walked away with the victory. 20-12. to 12, They got Miami um, next this Sunday. The Chicago Bears. Lord have mercy. Go to New York Jets. I mean, go to New York and play the Giants and lay an egg. 20-12. to 12. Oh, Lord. Dane Jones, 8 of 13. 71 passing yards. But he had two rushing touchdowns, so who cares? Saquon Barkley, 146 on the ground. The Bears' defense is absolutely horrible, but the offense is even worse. Even worse. Justin Fields, 11 of 23, 173 yards. I, I, I've heard my boy Chisel Adonis. If you haven't heard about Chisel Adonis, go to YouTube, type in Chisel Adonis. He said this last night. Justin Fields have less completions than Cooper Cup have receptions. Which is ironically embarrassing as a quarterback. The Chicago Bears ownership do not care or really give a damn about the pro progression of Justin Fields. I believe in my heart, and it hurts me to say this, but the Bears organization is felling, is felling Justin Fields. And it's just ridiculous. It is very is it is very ridiculous. I cannot believe that. The defense can do absolutely nothing. They had one of the longest last plays I ever seen in my life, close to a minute. They tried to do some kind of trickery trick play at the end of the game. It wasn't working. Let's be honest. It wasn't working. At some at some point you have to accept defeat. As hard as it is, I played football before. But the way they looked it, they it was no way they believed they was going to win that game again. They would not say that, but there was no way the Bears was going to win that game. They couldn't do absolutely nothing on offense. The offense is very predictable. They have no wide receivers. They, um, Mooney may be a good um, deep threat, but other than that, they have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. That's why I think this Chicago Bears team probably might be at the bottom of the barrel. It really hurts me to say that, but let's be honest. You know, eyes, your eyes never lie. When you see them on field, you see absolutely nothing. But predictable, they're very predictable. They have no, no run game without Montgomery. Um, Herbert is a good, Khalil Herbert is a good, good running back, but they predictable. They are very predictable. Can you imagine when it's last, 
when it's Justin Fields' last year of his rookie deal, what would the Bears do? Okay. Um, the Tennessee Titans and the Colts, 24-17 Tennessee. The Colts is absolutely, they, it's not even them. It's one per- person in particular. And I don't know what it is about their quarterback situation. Ever since Andrew Luck left, or uh, um, surprisingly retired, they can they don't they 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 can't find a quarterback to save their life, and it's just horrible to see that they lose to Tennessee twenty four seventeen around Tannehill seventeen to twenty one had a decent game hundred and thirty two yards seven yards two touchdowns Derrick Henry is just some special one fourteen a touchdown. Matt Matt Ryan, I don't know what to say, man. I really believe his career is about to be over at some point. 27 to 37, 100, 252 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He's a, every single week, he seemed to be getting sacked, fourth fumble, hit. It's like the guy's taking so much pain. And I really believe, in my honest, in my honest opinion, I really believe those hits is affecting him as far as his ability to play quarterback position. The Colts, the AFC South have to be one of the worst divisions in sports in sports. Because that division, and I won't be surprised. A 9-18 might win the division. The Los Angeles Chargers go to Houston and um, beat the um, Texans 34-24. Justin Herbert, 27-39, 340 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler had also had two touchdowns, but the Chargers had to come back and dominate this game. I expected it. It wasn't a blowout like I predicted it, but 34-24, hmm, 10 points. They win. Um, Devin, um, David Mills. 26 to 35, 246 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He's starting to become, you know, below average quarterback with the turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over. And everybody knows this in, in the sports. You cannot turn the ball over. You're basically giving your team less the other team, your opponent, more possessions to score the ball. And that's just not how you win football games. Sorry. I'm sorry, Chargers came in and did what they had to do. They got up, they got on, they got on, they came out with a sense of urgency, played with enthusiasm. Um, they had they knew they knew they had to win. It was just easy out the gate. Came in, did what they had to do, move on to next week. Cleveland and the Atlanta Falcons, 23 to 20, Atlanta win. They finally didn't blow a lead this time. Uh, Marcus Mariota, 7 to 19, 139 yards, one interception. Joe um Joey Brissett, Brissett. 21 of 35, 234 yards, one interception. He's probably one of the most decent quarterbacks, at least decent. Um, he's an okay quarterback. I wouldn't even say decent. He's an okay quarterback, a good backup quarterback, but he, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about him. But the Atlanta Falcons didn't blow the lead finally this time. And that's a good thing. The AFC, the, AFC, the NFC, I say the AFC South was weak. The NFC South is pretty, hmm, I believe everybody 2-2 two and two or 1-2. I believe 2-2. Two and two. Not the Saints. Yeah, I believe the Saints 1-3. But that vid, nobody have a two or more games on their division. The Washington Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys really dominated this game, twenty-five to ten. It wasn't, it wasn't really nothing to watch here, but the 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 consistency of Carson Wentz being absolutely horrible. If he don't make it in Washington, and he haven't made it in Colts in Indianapolis, uh, just like Matt, um, just like. Who that what I said? Who that what I said? Jared Goff. Carson Wentz might be a backup next season. Cooper Rush, 15 of 27, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Carson Wentz, 25 of 47, 170 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Carson Wentz is the, probably the most damn. They have a talented team. 
But when you have a quarterback that continuously throw the ball to the other team, it don't look good in your favor. It's just don't. And I don't even I, – I just don't know what the Washington Commanders can do at this point. You know, start Taylor Heineke, do something. Because you have a talented roster, especially on offense. Have good running back, have decent wide receivers – the, the defense have to step up at some point. I haven't heard um, Chase Young, and well, I think it's Chase Young or whatever his name is. I haven't heard his name at all this season. I haven't heard his name at all. He's very, he's become probably one of the most inconsistent defender in sports in, 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 since he got drafted. Since he got drafted. So, the Washington Commanders have to do something, man, because this offense is very talented. Defense is very talented, but they just seem like they just cannot score points or stop anybody. And that's just how it is. Jacksonville, Philadelphia. Jacksonville came into this game, had a decent game. Had a decent first quarter, but, man, did they thought that they was going to do something. You know, Doug Peterson, coach, the Philadelphia Eagles led them to the Super Bowl, but it pretty was nothing. After that, they blew the twenty. They blew a twenty lead, twenty point lead, um, and Philly just came back and smacked them in the mouth. They win twenty nine to twenty one. Justin, Justin, uh, Jalen Hurts sixteen to twenty five, two hundred and four yards, one interception. He's my MVP right now. And I know everybody's so high on J, J, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Odom. I mean, Lamar Jackson. But right now, just Jalen Hurts is my MVP right now simply because nobody expected the Philadelphia to be as good as they are right now. The way they play on defense, smash mouth football on defense, the way they play on offense, they have so many weapons on offense. You can, anybody. They have a good wide receiver core. They have a hell of a running back core. I believe this team is definitely going to be the team to be in the NFC at some point down the road. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, 11-23, 174 yards, 200 and, um, two, 174 yards, two times that one interception. He needs to really start getting, getting out of the pocket when the, when the time counts. He's one quarterback that get out of pocket. He He... See the defense coming, and he then decide, and he decide to get out the pocket at the very last minute when it's too late. He need to learn how to get out of the pocket when he see the all when he see the offense crash, the offensive line crash. He need to get out of the pocket, reverse back to your college playing days when you got out of the pocket. That's one thing I haven't seen him do lately. Is get out of the pocket. When he gets sacked, he gets sacked. He try to run when it's too late. That's one thing about his game that I haven't seen him do yet. Get out of the pocket. Buffalo and the Ravens. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, my God. The Buffalo Bills and Baltimore Ravens. Decent game. 23 of 20 on Buffalo. Jalen. Um, Josh Allen, 19 of 36, 213 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Everyone is so high on him, and, and, and I understand why. 20 of 19, 20 of 29, only 144 passing yards. One touchdown, two interceptions. Two interceptions, one of the interceptions came again. I do not understand why coaches say stuff like this. John Harbaugh said after the game, the word that us fans don't want to hear, analytics. We don't want to hear that. When you have a lead, you have a lead. It's 2020. You have you are on fourth and I believe fourth and one. And you go to you go to the pass. Why don't you either run the ball or just take the points? The best thing you probably could do in that situation was take the take the points. The other thing that he said is that he didn't want Buffalo to go down and score a touchdown. Well, 
you saying that you don't believe in your defense. The defense is absolutely horrible. I will I don't understand how that defense is so horrible when a tradition is defense. Baltimore Ravens franchise, they history. They are known for having good defense. What happened to their defense? What happened to their defense? So Buffalo decided to, I mean, Baltimore decided to go for go for it all, fourth and one, and, and Lamar Jackson threw an easy interception, and the rest is history. Because you know, John Harbaugh said himself, he did not believe in his defense, and who would? Buffalo drove down the field, kicked the field goal for the three, game over. When they was already down 17, I believe it was 17, it was 20 to it was 20 nothing. And Baltimore just gave in the W. Crazy. It's, it's just crazy how stuff happens, man. Buffalo won on the road against a team that everybody really picking to make some noise. And I don't believe that. I don't believe the hype. I don't believe Buff Baltimore will make any noise to me personally. Arizona Cardinals go to Carolina and beat the Cardinals um, Panthers 26 to 16. Kyler Murray 23 of 20, 23 of 32, 202 yards, two and two touchdowns, one interception. Baker Mayfield, another quarterback. I don't know what's going on with this dude. I don't know what's going on with this dude. 22 of 36, 197 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. This dude is really losing his edge. He is really losing his ass. When everybody was so high on him in Cleveland, when he was one, Baker Mayfield was dropping in the draft. Now we see why. He's inconsistent. And the Carolina Panthers traded for him. I wonder what their future will look like when they know what they traded for Baker Mayfield for. It's not looking pretty good for the Panthers, man. It's not looking good for the Panthers. But Arizona get the job done. And they move on to, I believe, two and three. Uh, I mean, um, two and three or two and one. I believe two and one. Two and one, yeah. Though they will lead two and two. Um, two and two. Um, Arizona. I mean, um, Denver. Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders, thirty-two to twenty-three in the Raiders' favor. Derek Carr had a had a decent game, twenty-one of thirty-four, hundred eighty-eight yards. But the man of the hour is. It's Jacobs. Man, this dude is something special. 28 carries, 144 on the ground, two touchdowns. This dude is a, um, another Marshawn Lynch in the making. And, and I, I will say that. I'm convinced. He is the next Marshawn Lynch in the making. Russell Wilson, horrible season. He having a horrible season. 17-25, 235 yards, two touchdowns. Had a decent game, but that Denver offense, I mean, that Denver defense is terrible. But the offense... Inconsistent weekly week is just like, and I don't, I don't know what to say about Denver. Everybody respecting them to be in the playoff. I don't think they're gonna be in the playoff. I think they're gonna be nowhere near because the division that they're in is so tough. I believe, I really believe it could be three teams in the AFC West in playoff. Can you imagine how it would be horrible for Denver not to be one of those three teams? You're the only team in your division that didn't make the playoff. That is the biggest disappointment. Everyone is picking you. Everyone picking you to come out the um, come as a wild card or whatever. Cause I I don't, I don't pick them. I, I, I'm not rooting against. I'm not rooting for them to win a division. I don't think they can win a division. Cause they inconsistent. We all know what happened last week against the you know the the horrible game they had against the 49ers. Luckily they won. But they can't win on the road. They can't. They haven't won on the road this season just yet. Um, New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers, 27-24. Green Bay almost lost the game, and I couldn't believe it. Aaron Rodgers, 21-37, 251 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I don't know what it is, but it's in the Aaron Rodgers. 
This might be one of his worst seasons so far because I believe every game he threw a pick. Every game he probably threw a pick. And it's just, it's crazy. Because he's not known for throwing interceptions as much as he's have thrown already. Um, Brian, I believe his name is Brian Zappi. He came in for the injured um, Brian Horter, 10 or 15, 99 yards. One says down here, the decent showing, but he kept him in the game. That's the best you could do as a backup of the third string, I believe. And that was pretty much it. You know, Green Bay luckily won that game. Who's happy about that? Not me. Let's see what they do against the Giants Sunday. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, a game that I did not expect to go that way. 41-37, Patrick Mahomes, 23-37, of 249 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tom Brady, we all know what's going on. I'm not going to touch on the personal reasons, but his personal life, but it's the reason why he's having a bad season, man. I don't care what nobody say. I know I was soon as he announced his re, uh, unretired, it was going to be a down year. I just knew what it was. He had a decent game, 39 of 52, 100, 385 yards, two touchdowns. It wasn't even him. It was the offense, the, the wide receivers fumbling. They was turning the ball over. They couldn't stop Kansas City whatsoever. The defense was so high. The defense was so good last year, but they are absolutely horrible this year. 41, they gave up Kansas City, 41. Patrick Mahomes is a video game to me. Him and um, um, Debo Samuel is video game athletes. They do stuff that you can't even do in the video games. But Kansas City go there. The last time they was there, we all know what happened on Super Bowl, what, 55, 54? They got smacked. They come back now. Put up 40. 41. I'm telling you, man, Tampa Bay is having a bad year, man. And I believe it have nothing. It, it, it surrounds by Tom Brady, man. That personal life is what got them in its position. I think that's going to be the downfall of their season. As hard as it is for me to say that, it is. It's It's 100% facts. And finally, Monday Night Football. We seen again, and I just believe, I didn't even notice at the time. Cal Shanahan have never lost to Sean McVay. Have never lost to him in the regular season. San Francisco 49ers smack um, um, the Rams in the mouth 24-9. to Jimmy Garoppolo, 16-27, 239 yards. Uh, one touchdown, Matthew Stafford, uh, a very, he's up and down throughout this season so far, 32 or 48, 254 yards, one interception. He is, it's just like to me personally, I honestly feel like this, and, and, and for the Rams fans, forgive me for saying this, but it seemed like he has really got that Super Bowl and he's just transitioned back to the Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford. Can't get out of the pocket. Can't really do much. Don't have really no offense besides Cooper Cup. 14 targets. Cooper Cup. Nobody else got the ball, I believe. I believe, yeah, some, some other guy, but it wasn't Cooper Cup. Every highlight when Matthew Stafford threw the ball, 80% of the time it was to Cooper Cup. That is not good. You have... Keelan Allen there. You have Allen there for a reason. I believe it's uh, Robinson. Robinson. Uh, my, my apologies. Robinson there for a reason. A good pickup. But you're not throwing the ball to him. We know you who you're going to throw the ball to. And that 49ers defense... I, I, I know, man. I know, man. They are something special. They are really being known for their defense, really. But the 49ers beat them bad. It wasn't even a competitive game. It was just, just smash mouth football, man. I, I, I couldn't believe it, man. Every, every time the Rams go to San Francisco, 
They get beat up. It's just facts. And every time they on Monday Night Raw, they get beat up by the 49ers. Again. It's just crazy, man, how it is. Now I'm going to transition over to college football. Utah State lose to BYU 38-26. UCLA take care of the Washington Huskies 40-37. to Ole Miss luckily beat Kentucky 22-19. Kansas State 37-28 over the Texas Tech Red Raiders. My, my number one team in the nation, 27-14, Michigan Wolverines over the Iowa Hulk. Hawkeyes, I believe. Hawks. Hawkeyes, whatever. Oklahoma Sooners get blew out against TCU, 55-24. to Oregon State lose to Utah, 42-16. The Oklahoma State Cowboys take care of the Baylor Bears, 36-25. The Wake Forest take care of Florida State Seminoles, 31-21. Iowa State lose to Kansas, 14-11. Not a, not a decent game to me. The Alabama um, Crimson Tide take care of Arkansas. I have a bone to pick with Alabama being number one, and I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. 49-26 over the Arkansas Razorbacks. The Ruskers blew out Oklahoma, Ohio State 49-10. Northwestern is absolutely horrible. I believe Pat Fitzgerald might lose his job this, after this season. 17-7 against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Texas A&M, um, I believe they beat Mississippi State. I'm not sure. Um, I have it. Let me see. Believe Mississippi State. Um, they beat. They beat Mrs. They uh, Mississippi State beat Texas A and M, forty-two to twenty-four. Georgia Bulldogs take care of Missouri, twenty-six twenty-two. Um, NC State lose to Clemson, thirty to twenty. 30 to 20, and UCLA take care of Arizona State 20, 42 to 25. Oregon Ducks take care of Stanford 45 27. Y'all already know what time is this day, sports history. In 1966, Oreo pitcher Jim Palmer at 20. Is the youngest to record a World Series shutout as Baltimore beats the LA Dodgers 6-0 in Game 2 at Dodger Stadium. In 1988, Oakland A's sweep Boston Red Sox in four games for the AL pennant. In 1993, after nine seasons and three championships with the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan announced his retirement from the NBA. He will return on March 18, 1995, and lead the Bulls to another three NBA titles. In 2010, Phillies ace Roy Holiday pitches the only second postseason no-hitter in MLB history in Game 1 in the NLDS, 4-0 versus the Cincinnati Reds at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. And finally, in 2017, the Las Vegas Golden Knights make their NHL debut in Dallas, winning 2-1 over the Dallas Stars. This has been This Day in Sports History. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was This Day in Sports History. NBA preseason games. Last night we seen Philadelphia 76ers defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 113-112. The NFL Pacers Take care of the Charlotte Hornets, 122-97. Toronto and Boston. Toronto win 125-119. Dallas Mavericks take care of the Oklahoma City Thunder, 98-96. And the Phoenix Suns defeat the LA Lakers last night, 119-115. Tonight, NBA preseason games. Milwaukee's in Atlanta. Miami's going to the Brooklyn. Barclays in to play the Brooklyn Nets. The Orlando Magic and the San Antonio 
Spurs squad and the Minnesota Timberwolves are in L.A. to play the Lakers tonight. The Lakers have a back-to-back preseason game. Speaking of, oh, no, Friday night, Boston um, Boston and Charlotte Hornets, Indiana Pacers and the New York Knicks. I remember back in the 90s when that was a good rivalry. Reggie Miller against the New York Knicks. That was a great rivalry back in the 90s. Early 2000s. Denver, Chicago Bulls, the Detroit Pistons are in New Orleans to play the Pelicans. Toronto Raptors, Houston Rockets, the Miami Heat, and the Memphis Grizzlies, and Orlando and Dallas. Speaking of Miami Heat, they did something that I did not expect, and I think it was kind of foolishness of them to do. They gave Tyler Hero $130 million. Why? He haven't proved anything. He had one good year in a bubble. And you give him 130 million over four years. I think you better I think you should have traded him because his career haven't been so much, especially last season. He was absolutely nobody. He was he was he came out the bubble as one of the a good a good starter to one of the uh, to a six man award, really? A six man? I don't believe in him. Not now. I don't believe in him. I believe he have the potential, but right now, I don't know what's going on. I would have not gave him his money. I would have not have gave him that would probably let a year and a probably 15, 20 million. But four years, 130, they tripping. Golden State Warriors is um have some problems in their locker room. They are contemplating this discipline actions against um, Draymond Green after a physical altercation with Jordan Poole at Warriors passes, uh, practice yesterday. The athletic report Green forcefully struck Poole after two came chest-to-chest during a heated exchange. Per the report, the pair were then separated quickly. Um, Warriors halted practice after the scrimmage. Um, the Warriors are preparing to defend the NBA title in the upcoming season. Green, 32, a four-time All-Star, is entering his 11th season in the league. All with the Warriors. He's a seven-time All-Defensive um, all selection. Poole, 23, entering his fourth season after the Warriors, selecting him 24th overall in 2019 draft. His broke-out season averaging... Uh, 18.5 points per game in 76 contest, con, con, contests mean 51 starts. This situation is kind of is kind of weird to me because what could have been the situation they want to fight? You know, I know Draymond Green is you know he's he's a very have a, he have a temper that is quickly can be to the point where you know he want to physically harm people. I really don't understand why they go through this stuff like this in practice. In practice, bro. It's not that serious at all the time. Come on now. Practice, bro. Allen Iverson. Practice. We talking about them having a, a, a physical altercation in practice. Situations like that happen all the time. Some reporters need to know, you know this. This wasn't a big deal to report. Honestly. It really wasn't. Moving on to a former Golden State uh, Warrior um, player, uh, um, DeMarcus Cousins, a four-time NBA All-Star, is arguably arguably the most talented free agent remained on the market. The 32-year-old is five years removed from his um, resign as the most dominated center in the league when he was um, governing the pair for the Sacramento Kings. He has since played for the New Orleans Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans, the Warriors, the Rockets, the Clippers, Milwaukee, and Denver. His talent, even um, even to this, he has been in question. But NBA executives continue to have questions about his character and what he brings to a locker room. In a phone interview with Yahoo Sports from his home in Las Vegas, the six the 16th center sought to provide answers to those questions. Have I made mistakes? Absolutely. Cousins told Yahoo Sports, have done things the wrong way, absolutely. For that, for that, I'm very apologetic. But I've done even more things in correct ways, and I've done 
even more positive things compared to my negative. I don't, I just don't want to, I just want those, I just don't want those positive things to be overlooked. And obviously, whenever it gets to the point where the negative overweighs the positive, you should move, you should probably move away from him. That's just how life goes. But I don't believe I'm in that boot boat. I'm just asking for a chance to show my growth as a man and as a player. Cousin said he's working out every day from basketball drill sessions. Conditioning, weight lifting, and body maintenance. He's doing it all without a guarantee or ever touching on an NBA court again. But that's his motivation. I'm just trying to control what I can control. Because so, yeah, this pro- process um, can get a reputation and get the the point. Okay, where I'm at. The point where it can kind of drive you crazy. But you just have to fall in love with the progress. Every day I'm working out of the out, working out to make sure I'm better than what I was in previous days. So whatever the opportunity does comes about, and my name is called upon, I'll be prepared for it. I do believe him. I do believe him, even at times. His situation does kind of scare a lot of locker rooms. It really does. Um, I believe he does deserve another chance. Um, the Lakers probably would be probably a team that can really consider, could really um, afford him and probably need him as that veteran, as another veteran, that veteran leadership. Um, I believe he will, but I wouldn't be shocked if he don't. College football this Saturday is TCU and Kansas. Tennessee, LSU, that should be a tremendous game. Arkansas, Mississippi State. Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. Utah, UCLA. Oregon, I mean, no, Washington and all, all Arizona State. Ole Miss, they should blow Vanderbilt out Sunday, uh, Saturday. South Carolina go to Kentucky. Washington State go to USC to play the Trojans. Kansas State go to Iowa State, um, Oregon and Arizona should be a tremendous matchup. Florida State to NCU, and NC State, Clemson, Boston College, BYU or Notre Dame. Number four team, and I hate to say number four, and let me let me I'm gonna get to that in just one one moment. Michigan, Indiana, Ohio State, and Michigan State, Auburn and Georgia. I believe Auburn can probably upset Georgia, honestly. And I believe Texas Tech, I really hope they beat Alabama. Texas A&M, I, I really, they have history of upsetting them. And I hope they do it again. But my reason why is my problem with this college football record is when Alabama was number one, they lost, they lost, they won by one against Texas. The following week, they was number two. Now, the next, this week, they're number one. What did they do in those two weeks that you could really prove like, you know what? They're not the number two team. They can number one. I that's really that really frustrates me as a as a fan of college football, a fan of sports. Period. But the fact that the the college football rankings it could be so favoritism, if you ask me, I just don't understand how Alabama number one when they haven't done much to, to get number one. They should be number three or number four to be honest with me, because I believe Ohio State and Michigan is playing way better than them. Right now, no matter who they play, just like they always say in college football, it's who you play. It, it, sometimes it, it does when it's about being the best in the league. But when you see Michigan and Ohio State dominating teams, you have to take that into. Uh, you have to take that. You have to give them they do. Either number one, and I'm not saying Michigan. Should be number one. They my number one. But they should be more of a consideration for number one. More than Alabama off back. If you look at the rankings week to week to week, Alabama is always number one or number two. They never number three or number four. I don't know what it is about college football, but Alabama, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm not, you know, disrespecting their history. Nick Saban is a hell of a coach. 
probably one of the greatest football coaches in history. And you want to name the greatest, you cannot, you, you can name the greatest now, but you have to give some respect to the guys that did it for longer. And he have done it longer. He have, no, not longer, but he have been doing it for a very long time. But do that mean he have to get all of the credit, not all the credit, but do that mean his program have to always be number one and number two? Why they can't be number three or number four? When week to week, he haven't, that team haven't done, I haven't seen anything that can say, you know what? They are sure number one. No, when they lost, the, when they beat Texas by one, by one, that's when they number one team was taken. Why do, I don't even understand why they have rankings anyway, because it don't mean nothing. It really don't. All it do is guarantee the four teams in the, in the, in the college football playoff, which they need to expand quickly, because... You have to take this in consideration. You have to put a, at least top six or top eight in a, in a college football um, conversation. If it could be the top eight, can you just imagine how exciting college football playoff would be? It would be so exciting. Not 16. I'm not with that one. That's too much too long. If you narrow it down to the top eight, one, eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five. That would be so intriguing to me. So intriguing. Can you imagine a number eight being the number one? Or number two losing to a seven overall team? Or number three losing to a six? Or the four, five being the four? In college football, you can. Because it have happened. In the top four. Just like Ohio State beat Alabama in a, in a title game a couple years ago. Just like when Clemson beat Ohio State, dominated them. That is probably my biggest issue with college football. They always have Bama number one, and they need to expand it to make it more interesting and intriguing. And that's all I'm going to say about that one. That's all I'm going to say about that one because it, me talking ain't going to do much. But them expanding, oh, I would love that more than anything. Expand it to at least top eight. They talking about top 16. That's too much. That is too much. You, It's a guarantee. Ain't no one finna lose to no 16. That's just how it is. It's just not going to happen. But I guarantee you a number eight can be the number one. If you top eight, I guarantee you a number eight can be a number one. Because you, you see the rankings right now? You see the rankings right now? College football rankings. Let me go look at this. A number eight could be a number one. So right now, you will have Alabama, Tennessee. Can you just imagine Tennessee being them? A lot of people probably wouldn't even take that consideration. Because you know right now, it would be Ohio State and UCLA. A tremendous matchup. Tremendous matchup. But I guarantee you, USA could probably beat Ohio State right now. Clemson and Michigan. Can you imagine this? Can you just imagine this? Oklahoma State and Georgia. Can you just imagine the top eight playoff right now? It would be crazy. These matchups would be some of the greatest games in college football history. I guarantee you. If they if today started the postseason, they had the top eight, expanded it to the top eight. Can you just imagine? I'm done. NFL Week 5. Tonight, kickoff, Indianapolis Coast and Denver Broncos. Another boring game nobody want to see. I won't be watching. I don't care. The Colts going to win, though. I, I could probably guarantee you that one. I'm not going to guarantee that. I'm just messing with y'all. I'm taking the Colts tonight. Green Bay and the New York Giants, they will be in London. They will be in London for the consecutive week. NFL is really hot on these international games, and I'm loving it. I really am loving it. Green Bay will – I think I will go with Green Bay. I think it's a chance they, they could lose. Um, Detroit and the New England Patriots, if if Matt Jones ain't playing, 
I'm going with Detroit. Detroit have to come out on top at some point. Every game have been a nail biter. Why is it they either blowing leads or coming back and just and just not having enough time to win a game? I would take Detroit, LA, LA Clippers. I mean LA Chargers. Sorry, Cleveland. I can't go against um, the Chargers. They are on the road right now. They some of their games, the Jacksonville game. I'm gonna excuse that game. Other games, very competitive team. I'm going to take Chargers over the Browns easy. Houston and Jacksonville. Who you think I'm picking? Jacksonville easy. Atlanta and Tampa Bay. There's no way. There's no way Tom Brady loses Atlanta. If he do, another reason he should have been retired. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pitts make his first career NFL start. It won't be a, it won't it, it would be a decent one, but he still won't beat the Buffalo Bills. I could probably I can I'm gonna bet on that one. He will not beat the Buffalo Bills. I think the defense will get to him early. Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. They are in New York, New Jersey. They are in New York to play the Jets Sunday. And I am not picking the Dolphins, man. I am not picking the Dolphins. I don't care how good of a season they having. They could be three and one, four and zero, oh, whatever. I'm not picking them to beat the Jets. I think Jack. I think Zach Wilson. I think that crowd will really get behind him, and they will beat the Miami Dolphins come Sunday. Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. Chicago Bears do not have a, a good track record playing in Minnesota and Minnesota. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings to win Sunday. Tennessee Titans and the Washington Commanders. If Carson wins playing, can you honestly pick? Uh, you can you honestly pick against the Titans against Carson Wentz? It's it's not it's not a coin flip. It's not a you know a b. It's just Tennessee with the win. Seattle Hawks, Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints. This is a tough one for me because this team, both of these teams have been inconsistent week to week. But if I had to pick, I would go to New Orleans Saints simply because they're at home. I don't think Seattle can handle that crowd in Dome team. I'm going with the Saints to win. San Francisco 49ers and the Carolina Panthers. Bakerfield have another horrible day. I'm going with the 49ers to win. Philadelphia and the Arizona Cardinals. Another good matchup. A tough pick to pick, but I have to go with the man. Man of the hour, man of the month. Man of the season right now. The MVP of the season right now is Jalen Hurts. I will go with Philadelphia, go to Arizona, and get the W. Dallas and L.A. Rams. We know what the Dallas been doing. Luckily, they haven't really played nobody to me to, to, for me to give a damn about what Cooper Rush doing. They will lose to the L.A. Rams. Cincinnati Bengals Sunday night football. Cincinnati go to Baltimore. And played the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Now, if y'all don't know, if y'all was too busy doing something last year, they played Baltimore. We saw what happened. I think it will be a repeat of that. And, of course, the finale of week five, the Las Vegas-Kansas City game, should be a tremendous one. But guess who I'm picking? Upset special. I'm going with the Raiders. They beat them last year in Kansas City. I think they might do it again. I don't think nobody, I don't think nobody right now can cover Dante Adams. I think he have a tremendous game on Monday Night Football. Um, Derek Carr have his best game so far Monday night. Come Monday night, I look to see the Las Vegas Raiders win. Probably like you know, touchdown three, whatever. As long as they win, I don't care. But Adams will have a big game. And that's my NFL picks. Y'all know what time it is. Best and worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get up, we go over the best and worst of the week. The absolute worst of the week. The tour in head injury last Thursday night. Very unfortunate thing to watch. I'm glad I only seen it once. I will not be looking forward to seeing it again. Um, that situation is just just crazy. That situation, along with the Miami Dolphins situation, all of the health doctors, you know, just all in just it's just a bad look right now for the organization to continuously be in the news for the wrong reasons. And that's my worst of the week. We who we know what what we know about Tua playing again. I don't know. I know he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks. I know that for sure. 
The best thing of the week, absolutely no hands down, Aaron Judge set the single season record for AL home runs, 62 home runs in a single season. I thought I would never see it, but we saw it this past week. Um, no doubt about it, he might MVP. I don't think uh, uh, Shohan Atani, tremendous player, but this season, Aaron Judge, hand down. That would do it for this episode of Poor Soccer Marcel, episode 93. I'll be back next week for number 94 as we get close to 100 episodes. Um, 94 episodes next week. We're going to go over the wild card, um, in, um, MLB postseason wild card games. Of course, NBA season is, is, is slowly, slowly, slowly. It's not, not even slowly. Fastly approaching. And we're going to preview um, some preseason games and see what going on in the sports world and all other sports. Of course, um, college football, NFL, best and worst in this day in sports history. As always, enjoy the week. Enjoy your weekend. I will see you next week, episode 94. See you.